deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Pennies and Pallers, it's Rory Van Kirk Scoville coming at you with uh, an announcement about my new show on Apple TV+. Plus. It is called Physical, and it stars Rose Byrne. I, uh, as you know, if you're a fan of this show and if you listen to the episodes, Daniel and I have talked about my experience working on that show that I was doing from November 2020 all the way through March of 2021. And now it is finally out for you guys to to see. So please head over to Apple TV Plus and check it out. And if you really like it, uh, tell everyone you know, because the only way Daniel and I get to have jobs is if everybody sees the things that we uh, passionately make. So please uh, spread the word and tune in. Thanks so much. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. Maybe we can keep in touch Like they did in the old days It wasn't so long ago And I wish you well Oh, sign your pen, pal Sign it God, it's so good every time Three years on, it's still so great Sign it Sign it, your pen pal Sign your pen pals um, I had something I was going to say to you, Roar. I hope so. We got an hour-long show here. You got to have something to say. I do. I have it. Hold on. I have it. I know. Oh, I you're it. looking for it. I know. In your mind. Now I don't remember where it is. Can I say something? Yeah, you can say anything. It's our Did show. you happen to see the reboot of National Lampoon's Vacation with Ed Helms? Did not. Let me tell you this. It is so fucking funny. Really? It is very funny. Really? Did you like Game Night? No. Never mind. <laughs> it's tr- honestly. Wait, you liked Game Night? I thought Game Night was great. I thought it was very funny. Vacation is so funny. You didn't like Game Night? Lissa, did you like Game Night? What? I guess uh, two out of three people here have their pulse Game on comedy. Night is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
with uh, Jason Bateman? Yeah. Really? Yes. No. I, here's here's what it is. It's a farce, and I don't think I was ready. I I was in a farce mindset. Can I tell you? something? I'm going to say something to you, and and both of you are going to go. Who cares? Okay. So they break into the house. Kyle Chandler starts getting punched. Mm-hmm. He takes like three direct knuckle to face punches in a row. Mm-hmm. Next scene, barely a red mark on his face. Oh, you're and that I, kind of person. But I'm telling you, you never watch a movie where you're like, oh, I think I'm in a different headspace yeah. for like what this is. Yeah. And so I just and I'm I'm saying it knowing what I'm saying, but yes. I also like you can't feelings are feelings. And I and so there was that. And then there was there was even in the opening scene, like some ridiculous like you would never say that to a marriage therapist like that wouldn't happen but yeah. your and your response is well it was like a total joke comedy movie i think i just was not in that i think my response to it because i know what you mean like i can't and i watched it that way and i can never unwatch it that sure. way and i just wasn't in the mood and i was like fuck this movie i know what you mean and and you're not wrong obviously <laughs> you know that right but but what I mean is you're not wrong in the sense that I feel skewed when you go into a comedy and 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 I know the opening scene you're talking about and I know what you mean by saying that wouldn't be said. There's a world and this is in a lot of comedic movies where you just go. Why, why not write it to be like, like this real thing and make that funny mm-hmm. and it truly is just giving into the flavor that they have made yes. it or not. And right. and the thing is, they're also not wrong. That's the flavor that they right, decided right, to write right, it. But right. that doesn't mean everyone likes that flavor. I felt the same way. But as soon as I saw the neighbor from Friday Night Lights, Jesse Plemons. as soon as I saw Jesse Plemons, right? I was crying. I wish so you know hard. Me. I'm not a negative. I don't relish in the like shit on things like I yes, wish I would rather be, but it tur- that was the moment that turned me and I was like, I'm going to like this movie and then I just went down the road. There, there is also a a uh, just a giving in of like, oh, okay, that's the movie. Also, I don't know what farce means and I feel like I should by now at 40 like remember in hot shots. Is that a farce? Yes, because he lands the jet and he and the pilot gets out and then the next jet lands and he gets out with groceries. Is that but like that's not the Saddles kind of comedy this was though. No, but I'm saying it was a farce in that like nothing. There were no real no real rules. No applied. real uh, consequences. Yes, it was all happening in like a vacuum of comedy, not sure. in a like I thought it was funny though. I liked it. I don't but I, I remember I said it's not one of the worst movies. I said yeah. I I don't I, it's did you see vacation? Did you like it? I did. I didn't like it as much as Game Night. I did not. I like. I, I think I might have liked it more. I did not expect to like How it. How did you end up watching Vacation? Well, movie, movie Club. Movie Club, where we all put in a movie yeah. and draw it out of the hat. Yeah, and that was what was drawn. Okay. Let me make, let me make it very clear. Scott Moran put that movie in, and everyone who's going to be at Movie Club gets told what the picks are because right. you can contest and and you can say like, I just saw it. Or right. you can say, I just don't want to watch that movie right, because right. we want everyone that's going to be yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. to want to be there. Right. So once you everyone goes, we've been on a run. We've done four Mortal Kombat. We did Mortal Hoosiers. Kombat, but that was that was chosen. I know Hoosiers, Hoosiers was chosen. chosen, but then after that, Best in Show was picked. So good. And Vacation was picked. Okay. Ninety minute comedies so far have been picked. Yeah. And and it feels good. Um. But 
I, we all made fun of Scott and we were like, we, we even said, we go, you know what's fun about Movie Club is that if your movie gets picked, there's a little bit of your reputation on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was your entries? I put in uh, Win Win. Okay. Did you ever see that movie? No. <sighs> that is such a good, great movie. Okay. It's great. I think it's great. Paul okay. Giamatti. Um, uh, what were the other ones? Inner Space. You put that in. Sarah did. No, I put you. in. I want to what you put in. Win Win. But oh, you put it in both times, both weeks. Oh no, the first week, I put in win win this past week. Okay. La- oh, what did I put in the win right. best in show? Oh, I put in nobody. Oh, okay. Because nice. I wanted to see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, I just gotta say, vacation. If for all the listeners, give it a try because I was very skeptical, uh-huh. and five minutes in, I was like, okay, and then ten minutes in, I was like. These are all vignette ske- sketch. I mean, that's why the road trip movies can always right, be great. Just it's just sketches. Sketch, sketch, yeah. And then you're back on the road. Right. In my personal opinion, they crushed this. Let's say there were 20 sketches. Mm-hmm. There's maybe give or take. Uh-huh. But let's say there's 20. Yeah. To me, they crushed it 18 out of 20. I mean, I, there were parts I was crying, laughing. I thought it was so fucking funny. And that's not just me. Our whole group that was at movie club was like, you did it, Scott. You picked a great movie. In fact, so good to the point now people are like, I'm kind of scared that whenever my movie's picked, it's going to be the opposite where people Ooh. are like, fuck you, dude. You picked a shitty movie. What if everybody like hits their red X like 20 minutes in? Do you stop the movie? I don't think we do. Okay. I don't think we do, but we have never experienced I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For know, all you listeners, I'm doing a movie club where uh, some people come over. We throw, everybody gets to pick out a movie. We put it in a hat. Mm-hmm. And you just pick it, and that's the movie you're watching. You're allowed to contest the movies. For instance, Scott said he will never watch Titanic. And he's like, you guys can watch it, but I will leave, and I'm not going to watch it. He is a pact with a guy he grew up with, and their pact is that they would never see Titanic. And that's why Scott has not grown as a person or I changed. I agree. Right? Oh, because I it's such a great Scott. movie. You need to call him and just say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> hey, you want to go? Oh, let's go. Ooh, wrong Ooh. one. Breath. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And let's go to the letter. Look at me over here hitting the wrong buttons. Come with me. I have a, I have a double dip, okay? Double dip. Because I found what I was looking for. Well, uh, I still haven't. <laughs> me and Bob. Come on. <laughs> Folks, that's our first high five. Yeah, back that in the is. Studio. That is. Uh, hi, my name is McKenna. I'm, this is a quick little uh, letter to my letter. Hi, my name is McKenna. <laughs> Nothing better than this is a quick little letter to my letter. Hashtag letter to my letter. I have too many gadgets in front of me. I oh. flip them over. I yeah. am the only employee at a small local stationery store in New York City. I'm not. Oh, even, I I'm already not even like where this is going. This. I'd love to send you both a box of treasures. Is the Burbank <sighs> Boulevard address the best place to send? Still, thanks, your paler McKenna. I put this out there at one. I want these treasures, even though. Maybe we what can do find you think the, treasures from a stationary store. are. Well, it's probably stationary and then some blank paper, which isn't stationary and then like gold. Probably <laughs> you think real gold like in fucking Goonies. Yes. Um, want these treasures. Just wanted to tell McKenna and everyone else hold off uh, because we can't get stuff out of the Burbank Boulevard and we might be getting you guys like a P.O. box or some other uh, place to send stuff soon. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, and stationary is whatever you want it to be in your heart. What so, is it in your heart? I, 
it is only stuff that has your name on it. <laughs> Stationary. Like if it already says like office of Daniel Van Kirk. Could you imagine? What am I doing? Yeah, but because like, we're comics, then it that is funny. Like that, right. Office of Daniel Van Kirk and people are like, what are you doing? You're like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Like to why me, is that's it great? Why is it notarized? Like if you had an actual office job, it's not funny. It's like, why weren't you more specific? Right. But to say office job, <laughs> office of Daniel Van Kirk, where's your office? Like, uh, it's my apartment. I don't know. Wouldn't they <laughs> a stationary store? Probably Paper Co., right? Stationary paper source, store can paper never, source. But picture a stationary a store source? with a sign in the window that just says, we've moved. On <laughs> <laughs> stationary. Like, you're not allowed to. All right, here you I go. You can't move. Here we go. Hello, and nothing else. I don't like it. I'm, I mean, I'm going to tell my pen pal right now. Oh, oh, I was like, what are you talking about? The letter. Hello. I'm not what against are they, it. Lionel. I'm not against what are they, it. Lionel at Bonnaroo. Me, Okay. I'm not against it. Something in but then the second life. sentence kind of makes you understand the hello. Like they're like, we got a hello. Let's get into this. <laughs> That's what I think I like. It's like, hey, zero to 60. Let's go. It's just a, I like a minute. I like I'm not salutation. along. I recently started physical therapy again after breaking some of the squishy bits inside my ankle. Also, again, as I'm easing out of my cast, I have to do deliberately slow exercises in high replicates. Is that like Blade Runner? And I am reminded that I can't count in my head. My brain just gets bored after five and rapidly goes on tangents. When I am able to focus enough, I will only count to 20, then restart at one again because for some reason, saying numbers over 21 in my head annoys me. I sort of get that. So she only wants the 20, not the 80. I sort of get it. Okay. I've always struggled with dyslexia and attention problems to the point where as a kid, I was in special education classes. If you ever want to watch my brain break in real time, just say numbers at me when I'm not ready. You should not give people that power. I love brain. Bra- yeah, you should not have given that up brain. Mm-hmm. I love the phrase. If you want to see my brain break, mm-hmm. just say numbers at me when I'm not ready. I will short circuit. I need to write them down or it looks like someone dropped it all into a washing machine and they are in a constant whirling jumble. This isn't to say I'm not good at math. I am literally a scientist. I am a visual learner and my brain is really logic driven. So I've spent my life finding little hacks around these limitations that allow me to learn whatever I want because I think anyone can learn anything with the right approach. Just like my science, every system has rules and once you know what they are, you can work within them to do whatever you want. I mean, if Tony Robbins didn't write this letter pre his problematic ways, for example, I constantly have headphones in because it keeps the easily distracted part of my brain busy so I can focus. And when I think through a process, I literally lift my hand in the air, pantomiming, typing, and everything makes sense again. If I ever try to focus on my breathing, I need to visualize a simple timed process or it is impossible. Any attempt at meditating is pure torture for me. In contrast, (laughs) I am really good at teaching processes and I love building things. You want to remodel your deck? I will bring my tools. Want to cook something super complicated like a bolognese? A bolognese. I added that. We are going off script, but let's do this. Need a helper to rebuild an engine in a classic car? Count me in. Hell, I've even done some light electrical work just to teach myself and I am the right person 
And I am the first person anyone goes to when an instrument breaks at work. I am in awe of anyone who is a skilled presenter or does stand-up because the idea of repeating a script makes no sense in my brain, at least without grounding it in a physical process. Even giving a presentation at work more than once, you see a dramatic decrease in my quality with repetition because it has lost its novelty to me and I have to fight to keep myself from skipping sections because I constantly want to distill everything down to the simplest parts. I would describe the inside of my brain feeling like a particular chaotic pop punk song at a high volume. So I suppose the intent of this letter is to ask you if your brain is broken in any particular way or if you have any mechanisms you use to cope with them. Megan, I would also like to suggest my favorite underutilized word that I wish more people knew. I'll try this phenotype or phenotyp- phenotypic phenotype being the visual representation of genetic traits. Huh. Huh. I mean, look, I am just a comic. That was a scientist written letter. Here's what I want to say. Megan signed off. Megan, Megan, if, if you really were a paller, you would already know that Daniel and I are not smart enough for this letter. I don't. That's exactly (laughs) how I felt at the end of it. I honestly, Rory, I feel like I just took a test and we didn't pass and, and we cheated. Yes. And, and for some reason, pass. the pe- person we cheated off of, they did, did pass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that happen? Because we can't show our work. That's right. I I have a few things. There's a, a few things I could, I could throw at this. Go. Megan. I'm still reeling. Megan, just so you know, I am in awe of your ability to do all the things that you said because I cannot do like when you're like b- rebuild a motor. I'm like uh, naughty. I don't even know where to start. Uh, can, you can change a tire. I have and I have, uh, but to me changing a tire is I was just curious. So I simplistic, you, you know, where it's like some ta- people can't do it. Raise it up. Take those off. Take that off. Put that on. Put those on. Raise that, you know, lower that down. Agreed. And it's 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 not that it's fun, but it's also not as difficult as movies and TV shows lead you. Could to you change the brakes on a car? No, no clue. Oh, I could do that. that with you. My wife has changed the oil in her car before. That's when a she process was like too. in high school. Yeah, because she wanted to learn how to do it and just did it. But that's like so. I and I bet you're similar to me. I I can do a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I probably can do like all of us. I can do many things. Sure. But what goes with that is this opposite statement of, I actually can't do anything I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. And no, it's I'm a horrible. What led employee. to being a poor student? Yep, me too. Classes I enjoyed, I did very well in. Same here. Uh, teachers that uh, in entertained me led to better grades, Agreed. even if I wasn't interested in the subject. Mm-hmm. If they just taught it differently to where I could understand it, because we all learn very differently. You know, it's also very interesting that we all learn with our age groups. That doesn't actually make any sense. What do you mean? For instance, if you and I are in juniors in high school, yeah, all of us are probably like what seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Right. Um, that's not true of of everybody. Like even as kids, like kindergartners are five years old. They're not all in the same in the place. same space. Right. And it's not that the number five or how long they've been alive right. is attributed to where they should all be at because some kids are going to be 
you know, well above that. Mm -hmm. But then some kids that are well behind that, it's almost like they're labeled unable or like, oh, they're slow or there's something about it. And you're like, but that's not truly the case. They're just not there yet. That's the thing too. It's like, oh, they're slow by what? Your arbitrary fucking standard for what a seven-year-old does? Exactly. Yeah. So it's... Now, there's some things like, oh, should have been able to maybe speak by now or identify objects. I I get that. But but also, there's uh, some kids that don't speak for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking like... I know. I know. know, But I mean, some people when they're like, well, no, these are the standards. It's like, but the standards kind of don't make... Uh, sense to me fully in the world of education. I think our educational system is like, no, this is how it is. And it's like, mm-hmm. but that's, I, I would sit here and I would say, but that's not necessarily working based on the world, based on the country, based mm-hmm. on how we look, how we operate and how we are. I would say that the current education system doesn't actually work for the majority of the citizens of this country. Yeah. Um, because of little things like thinking, well, age groups matter. Like, I don't know that they do. And I'm not saying let's get wildly erratic ages, but, you know, let's understand that, you know, 11, 12 and 13 could probably actually be yeah. lumped together in mm-hmm. some, in some capacity. That's as an example. Um, anyways, back to this, the things that I, I can do, I have to be wildly uh, interested in, for instance, I don't like cooking, but I love making, as you brought in, the bolognese. You don't like cooking? I'm not big into cooking. But I, like when we did, when we hung out and Hoosiers night, you grilled out and you were all over it, it, it because I'm in, I was interested in it, and also because it's like you're there and we're grilling out, and there's sort of a culture to it, and yeah. it's like ah, we got the grill going, we're doing burgers, and we're on the back deck, and it's like it's more of a party, yeah, rather than you know, I, I'm I am fortunate. I am married to someone who enjoys cooking. Mm-hmm. I do not come from, um, for myself, not that I don't come from generations of this, but for myself, I don't look at a relationship as, well, the woman makes the food because honestly, that's sort of insane. Yeah. Whereas like food is a thing we all need. Proper education is educating everyone to know how to n- grow food and what food is and what nutrition is and how to make your food. It's not someone will make you food. That's to me. That's the, when you get brought up thinking that if, if you were to go extinct, it would go, well, yeah, because you didn't know how to do the basic thing of eating because you thought a gender decided that. Right. <laughs> um, I just happen to be fortunate that I am married to someone who really enjoys cooking and experimenting with cooking and making different stuff and bread and committing and bread and committing time to doing it because I'm just less like that. I'm more like, let's just get takeout and waste our money. <laughs> constantly. Um, but I will say, uh, the, the comment, the part about stand up and how that seems so crazy to it's Megan. Yeah. How that seems so crazy to Megan because the act of repeating a script, uh, needs to be grounded in some sort of physical, uh, thing. I, I think it actually is, but I could see why from the outside, it doesn't look like it is. Uh, and maybe it's something you don't realize till you are in it, but the physicality of it is, uh, at least for me, it's as someone who grew up an athlete, it's getting to the green room. It's knowing how much time you have till you mm-hmm. are going on. It is making sure you ate a good lunch and you got enough sleep running- so that your brain is firing off on all these like, you know, 
topics and stuff. But when you're running an hour, do you end up having choreography to your set? It sometimes it can fall I, into I, place, I, and, like, and sometimes it annoys I like, me. I need to be over here, yeah, because I need to walk left for a few steps yes. on this line. Yes, because there's a physicality to it that you so I do. Realize, up, I do tie some physicality yeah. to it. That because it, it 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 affects the verbiage of it. Yeah, for sure. Or the performance of it. I mean, the physicality of the movement and the being on stage. Uh, it is it, all of that is there, but I would say ultimately, and and this is why I think from the outside it doesn't appear this way, but there is such a metaphysical relationship with a room full of strangers mm-hmm. when you are doing, uh, I I will say stand up, but probably any kind of performance art. Uh, that, that, that is the thing that you're talking about. And I think what Megan maybe is like, you know, has not an issue with, but is, you know, is like, un doesn't relate to is that it is, it is abstract, which is what Megan is saying. Like the abstract isn't the greatest (laughs) for, for her. But I would think, at least for me, the style of art that I like is heavily abstract. And so to me, that space is physical, but that makes sense. Yeah. But do you have anything that breaks your brain? Um, most things, most adult, uh, things. Mm -hmm. I just want things like, for instance, you go to a a Greek diner, Mm -hmm. just too many options. There's too really? many options in that menu. Do you feel that way about Cheesecake it Factory? Breaks too? Me, it breaks me down, yes. Really? But you know what I like? You love it in and out. You go to In and Out and yeah. you go, oh, there's four things or whatever. What do you want? It is. Exactly. Four things. And that's how I want, want life to be. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. This is what bugs me. There's a reason when people say, ah, the country is suffering and this and that. Those are orchestrated problems. Poverty is an orchestrated problem. Mm-hmm. Debt is an orchestrated problem. I am. You, both of us don't really understand our taxes. We no. don't understand it. And you're not dumb. <laughs> you make money. You aren't a dumb person. But someone's like, but I make yeah, money. But the for thing doing is, if you did thing. understand how to do taxes, you would maybe understand dot 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 about how maybe certain taxes you shouldn't even. I don't care. Have to pay. And now you pay know. someone else. Do you want to do know taxes. all that stuff? It should not. It should not be that way. Already the taxes you pay, you're like, well, what is it even going towards? You'll never know, but you owe it. I saw someone had a great tweet the other day, like, I love every year paying a hundred or two hundred dollars to TurboTax so that they can tell me they can do the math on what I owe the US government, even though the US government already knows <laughs> how much I am supposed to pay them. But TurboTax has legislators that they lobby so that I still have to pay them to get that information that's already available and could yeah. just be sent to me, but isn't. Yeah. And I was like, yes, because that's the game. <laughs> that's the game we're all involved in. But in, in our world, the government doesn't know how much we made. Um. <laughs> what if you're like getting paid cash at no, shows? No, like if you're <laughs> if you're 1099, they don't you're have talking under the table type shit. If you're 1099, they don't have that information from those other people yet saying what they paid out. Sure, yeah. So yeah. they don't know that you've been paid yet. In our in our what we do. What it should really work on is like a delayed year thing. All the companies turn in their stuff, and then a year later you get a bill saying, Hey, we got all these businesses information according to all those people you owe this. Yeah. And then if you want to contest it. And be like, those people lied. They didn't pay me that much. Yeah, yeah. Then you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it would just be a delayed year system. Businesses, then people. Right. Businesses, then people. I like that. You should run for something. Dude, I can barely run for myself. Comptroller. 
What the fuck is that? Great question. You don't know either, Why right? Not run. Somebody said to me, they're like, can you what? believe they fired the control, the controller? And I'm like, come, come. I always wonder if is it's controller computer? controller. Is that the computer right. patrol person? Right. And I'm like, is that the computer patroller? Like comp USA. <laughs> That's where you're going. Wait, who do, who are you friends with where they say, can you believe they fired the comptroller? I was talking to somebody about a business <laughs> that tried to fire a whole bunch of people and they were, they fired the comptroller. Once you fire them and I just go, I kept nodding like, yeah, for sure. Things are crazy over there. Of course. <laughs> I have it's no like, idea. What is that? Whereas for me, if I was working there and they got rid of the vending machine, I'd be like, what's guys? Yeah. What the are vending we doing? Machine? Like, well, what'd you think when they fired the comptroller? I was like, no, I'm talking about the vending machine. I'm not talking about the computer. Com- I'm not talking about computers. Right. Who cares about video game controllers? I'm not talking about video game computers. People like, oh, oh, you're oh. one of them. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. You clean up at night, Dan. Is <laughs> yeah, that your Dan, job? Here? We get it. You clean up at night. You, uh, you get paid under the table, right? Oh, I don't think. Um, sometimes reading instructions. I need everything else to stop. Mm-hmm. Do you ever yes. notice when you're looking yes. for something too, you turned off the radio? Yes. Yes. What's that about? It doesn't change the addresses on the house. It, yes, but it's still you're like I, I need a hundred percent of whatever I have onto this. Yeah. For instance, I bet you Megan is like I just need twenty percent of whatever <laughs> I have, and I can do it. Yeah. You and I are like small task. I need all hands on deck. I do. <laughs> I was getting. But her- what's so bizarre? And this goes back to the point. Stand up. You're like, I need 10%. Mm-hmm. I can autopilot right. most of you're it. Right. And you're I mean, right. you're improvising too. Yeah. yeah, and you're yeah. Like, I got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If somebody's like, oh man, they wanted me to do 12 minutes. And I was like, great. You can't, you can't <laughs> fill 12 <laughs> yeah. minutes. You yeah. can't fill it. I'm yeah. not saying it's going to be amazing, but you can't fill 12 fucking right. minutes. Everyone can talk for 12 minutes. I could do three minutes of that where I do a staring contest with the audience and I start accusing people of blinking Yeah, that no one else also saw. And then I try to get the audience to fight each yeah. other. And that alone is proof that Daniel is only using temperance of his brain when he does his stand up. <laughs> if I'm leaving my house sometimes and I'm on the phone with someone, I have to hang up. I go, hold on. I can't. I'll get back. Yes, because no, I'm leaving right sense. now. Yes. I will forget. Yes, something. Yes, you get in the car and you just go. Oh, I've oh, my hat. Yeah, oh, my glasses. Yes, but if you get off the phone, you're like, I don't know. You can quickly check. Yes, I agree. Um, that's as close as I get to my burn breaking. Megan, uh, thanks for sending this in. I love that you found. I don't. I don't. You didn't say this like hacks, but you found. Actually, you did. You said you love finding little hacks. Um that you found these hacks to be like, oh, I can do all this stuff. And I also agree with her that like in the right context with the right way of people, people learn anyone can do anything. I think so for sure. But I can I say one other quick thing you made me think of earlier. I would love it. I feel like you and I could get a job at an oil chains place easily and learn easily how to change oil so fastly and so well. Right. Yeah. But I probably would stop being a stand up. Yeah, because it takes my that I, that has to be the thing I do. Yes, but the, the, here's the thing: it's not that it, I just it, don't work like that. I, it would take up too much not, of my bandwidth. It's not what I you want. Stop. It's not what you want to do. Of course, so you don't do it. Right. There are plenty of people that you know do an oil change, and they are car people. They yeah, like yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I mean, there's also people that have jobs they don't like. I mean, there's plenty of people changing oil that are like, I fucking hate this job. Yeah. But there's also people that are like, 
Well, no, it's, it's great because I know how to do it and it's super easy. And so I have my own garage and I, I stopped at an oil change place in Janesville, Wisconsin bragging. And I thought to myself, man, it must be great work in here. They were just hanging out, talking a couple cars roll in. They got you different love things that? to do to each place. There is something and, about and they garage. know that they're done in three hours and they're going to go home, maybe watch a little league game, fire yeah. up the grill. Like, yeah. like it was like, I'm like, man, what an, and then I swear, I swear to God, I thought to myself, maybe someday I own a oil, like an oil change place. Let's open one. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> Why would we not open up the garages? Do you stand up at night? Pens oil pals. <laughs> hey, huh? you, you guys, I'm quick. Um, and that took only 10% of your pain. <laughs> All right, Megan, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scopo. Hey, I love every chance I get to make healthy choices, especially when I don't have to sacrifice taste or convenience. Magic Spoon cereal is the best way to do that. It's amazing taste without all the bad stuff. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs, plus only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And if you haven't tried their latest flavor, birthday cake, you're going to want to do that ASAP. It's available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it while you can. Or you can always build your own custom bundle and fill it with your favorites. Available flavors for that are cocoa, Mm -hmm. fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. I would eat cocoa every day. Yeah. I think that's frosted for me. Really? Yeah, it's just so wonderful. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this before, but I throw I sometimes throw it in with some yogurt and that's I just get a crunch you don't even, to the yogurt. You don't even need your almond milk or I don't soy milk, it. whatever you need. It. Liberal we ass do is going. pee. <laughs> we do some pea milk in this. You in do our really? House. We do ripple I've milk. I've never had pea milk. It is so good. It works P-E-A. with the magic spoon. P E A, folks. P E A. So go to magicspoon.com slash penpals to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try it today and be sure to use our promo code penpals at checkout to save five dollars off your order this offer is now good anywhere in the u.s or canada but only when you use our code at checkout magic spoon is backed by a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked that's magicspoon.com slash penpals and use the code penpals to save five dollars off Hey, pennies and pallers, if there's ever been a year to make the dads in your life feel appreciated and loved on Father's Day, well, this is the one. And we've got a terrific way for you to do just that with StoryWorth. It's a heartfelt, sentimental gift the whole family can cherish together forever. Now, you might be like, well, what is it? StoryWorth is an online service that helps your dad or your grandfather or your father-in-law, or in fact, any father figure in your life, Share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. Mm -hmm. Every week, StoryWorth emails them a different story prompt, like which of your parents are you most like, or who was your best friend growing up, or tell me about the first car you ever owned. There are also opportunities to upload photos to accompany the questions. StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in profound, special ways. There's no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories, and they make your family feel close, even if you're not together, which 
which most people weren't right this past year or and maybe while you yeah even if you're just like all like maybe you and your siblings are spread all over the place or you're just far away from a father figure that you love this is a great way to feel a connection to them like now and forever right and, and even if you're not physically close what you get with story worth and what we're about to tell you that they mm-hmm. ship you is uh, is actually a, a material object that <laughs> does bring you guys closer so and, here's it, a, and it puts everything in one place yeah here's how it works after one year story worth will compile all those stories that they've told you including photos that you can provide to them into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. So give your dad the most meaningful gift with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash penpals. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash penpals for $10 off. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life, so there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film-nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. We're back. We are back. In that saddle. Hi. Once again. Hi, I'm Rory. And I'm Daniel. You're listening to Pen Pals. <laughs> Folks, let's get right into it. This one is the longest title in the Pearl Jam catalog. Elderly woman behind the counter in a small what are you, town. What are, one, two, three, four, three, two. I seem to recognize. All right. What was that? Pearl Jam. Yeah, but what Live was on two legs. The- he says, an "Old lady behind the counter." That's the name of the song. Elderly woman oh, behind yeah, the counter yeah, yeah, in a yeah, small yeah. town. Sorry, I was in a different headspace. Random tearful grandma memories while watching Premier League soccer. Okay, love that title. Here we go. Good morning, mates. How are my two favorite cackling blokes? I love it because I don't understand it. <laughs> this morning, I was watching an English Premier League soccer game, bragging. Mm-hmm. I won't bore anyone with the details, but it was a truly insane first half. While wanting to talk with someone about it, nobody around, I suddenly got several flashbacks of watching soccer with my grandma. As I remembered and flooded my coffee cup with tears, I kind of realized something. First, a quick backstory. I fell in love with soccer while spending a summer in Guatemala with a church group. All the local kids I met played and watched soccer. Returning to the States, the only way to get a quality soccer fix in those days was extremely early Saturday or Sunday mornings on ESPN. They played EPL games, so that became my jam. My grandma was living with us at the time and had already probably been awake for like two hours by the (laughs) time I came storming down for the 6 a.m. kickoffs. Only she and I would be awake. She had zero interest in sports, and I don't think she even really liked TV. But while doing awesome grandma things while crocheting or baking amazing breakfast pastries slash breads, she'd kind of watch. At first, I think she hated it, mostly because I remember maybe the third or fourth time I did this, she commented, this has got to be the stupidest sport (laughs) ever. However, the memories that came back to me were of me ranting and raving to her about goals and being angry or jubilant about her being happy or sad for me depending on a match's outcome. That's when it dawned on me. She wasn't just tolerating watching those matches. I think she actually loved those moments with me. It was something I hadn't ever really thought about until now. She died somewhat suddenly of natural causes at the age of 81, 
when I was 14. I was crushed. So RIP Grandma Polly. My questions for you are one, what are natural causes? Like, why did we all, why did we all just accept that phrase for someone who was pretty healthy, dying at a not so super old age of 81? Two, what is your favorite breakfast pastry? Mine is a nice thick blueberry muffin, although I don't know if that's actually a pastry. And three, do you have any of those moments with family members where only after the fact, or maybe becoming an adult, you realize, holy crap, they did this with me because they loved making a bond. Sincerely, Thomas. I love the like sort of rundown. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this, is a, this is a very concisely uh, formatted letter. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I agree. I just want to say, I, I do personally think 81 is, is a super old age. Like super if, old? If I can, I don't know the news described as, as, as super old age, but if someone says that they died at 81, it was natural causes, I don't think my brain is going, that doesn't make any sense. I think I'm going, that is a very long life for the mind and the body, which are physical things. I think 81, you just started being old. Maybe. Like 77, I'd be like, okay, you were topping out. 81, you just started being old. I think a death at 81 is not shocking to me. No, I don't think it's shocking because you. I think yeah. you've, you've made it to old. You've definitely made it to That's, old. That is a very, but you're I mean, on the bottom end of old to me. To me. To me... And this is why 40 is 40. Isn't Christopher Lloyd 82? He's 82. That's right. And he's in nobody and running around. There's some people that go mid 90s and they still are physically. Rosemary. And still physically, you know, she walks. Dude, she does everything. Exactly. I think there's there's people that are in that uh, vein but to me, and I'm not trying to be like, hey, 81, no, no, calm no, I know, down. I know. Especially no, I know. at 14. That is, is very crushing. Also, when you're 14, 40's old. Exactly. Yes. There's no, so you're like, they're yes. gone. Like, you, I yes. don't think there's like an, a gauge. I do agree what are natural causes. I what are do, natural causes? I do wonder what that does actually mean when they're like, ah, oh, they died of natural causes. Is that just, hey, we don't know what happened, but the body does just stop. No, wait, there's no way. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a heart attack? If you're but then over when you 80, say heart attack, but the, no, I'm wondering if you're over 80 and have a heart attack, do they just that's call it natural, natural causes? Because the heart can only go for so long. Right. Yeah, maybe. Like, oh, here's the thing. What if heart attack is your arteries are clogged, and so that's why. But natural causes is your heart just kind of stopped. There and was no blockage. Yeah, 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 it just kind of yeah gave out. And then also, I wonder, do you, like, if somebody gets a cold and they're in their 80s or 90s, they get a cold, right? Their body can't fight it off. It becomes pneumonia. They die. Do you call it natural causes? Yeah. Because, like, even most of the people, thank God we we have to do this so much less now. I love that about medicine in our world. Like, so a lot less people die of AIDS. Yeah. But dying of AIDS is dying of pneumonia. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, of course, because it's immune. Uh, right. Immunity. Yeah. Immune. AIDS cause. It's this. You know. Autoimmune disorder. So um, I. But I wonder that. Like, is old age just old age? Just well, their heart stopped. I. I like don't know. They had. They. They went to sleep and they didn't wake up. But would know. you still call it a heart attack? I don't know. I don't know. I do love that. It's we like, are Why did we all just accept this? But what we're saying is what everyone. No one knows. 
doctors don't even know. Like, I wonder if someone goes to sleep in their 80s, 90s, doesn't wake up, and the doctor goes, look, they just went to sleep. Is that the best way to go? Don't you hope for that? I hope it's the best way to go. What do you think your dream is like when you die? (laughs) I don't even know. Are you in the dream forever? No. No. How would you know? Well, what if you are? Who cares? You're dead. I don't know. Do the dreams keep going? Who knows? I know. I mean, what happens if you're awake and you die? You stop. You're not awake anymore. (laughs) But does a dream start? (laughs) Like, does it go Sopranos? Does it just all go to black? Yes. Yeah. Journey stop. The journey stops. There it is, folks. Or starts. But do you think that if it goes in your sleep, don't stop. If you made, if I made you guess, Rory Scoville, and you are, you're in your sleep. Okay. You're back in your dream. Is that you're like back in your grade school doing stand up, but you aren't prepared for the show. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Not too far off from the dream we could have. What I like is that you kind of don't like your example. <laughs> right. Because you it's just not gave my point. it or whatever. Do you think if you die in the middle of that dream, everything just goes doom? I don't know. I think that's the I think that is the beauty of death. Okay. So back to what I was is saying. Is that we don't get to know. You go to sleep. Yep. You don't wake up. If you go to the doctor and you say, what happened? And you're like, natural causes. Some people just go to sleep. They don't wake up. And you're like, yeah, but what happened? I wonder if they go, well, technically, he had a heart attack. Right. But it doesn't really fall into that category because of age. And How do we find this out? Somebody will write us, and we'll talk about it on a Patreon. I feel episode. like what really? Thomas has given us here is like, what's the sound of one hand clapping kind of thing? You know what I mean? Subtle. If a tree falls. Like, I feel like that's what we're getting here. What is dying of natural causes? It's like, I don't There's even know, I don't even know how to guess. Round. I don't even know how to because guess. Because if you're 89 years old and you get hit by a bus, they're not going to be like natural causes. Well, obviously. But maybe they would be like, hey, over time, nature just ran its course. You got hit by a bus. Eventually, it happened to you. It's just not tragic because you're old. I would say those are organic causes. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. What's your favorite breakfast pastry? And I do count the blueberry muffin. Uh, I do count it. A croissant breakfast sandwich. Croissant. Uh huh. Do you like almond croissants? Sure. Love them. Do you like chocolate croissants? Yep. Love you know what I love? I love that onions have never made their way into the croissant. They made their way into the bagel. They made their way into the fucking bun. But they don't fuck with croissant. Because you don't like onions. Nope. It, as a rule, I do not. But I will try anything that they're in, and if it all blends together like a and it's bloom good, bloom an onion. You've tried. You were willing to try. Yeah, I'll I'll try onion rings every couple of years. Onion rings. I I like onion rings. It's fried. What what what? You know, it's fried. I think that's what you end up liking. When about someone it, goes, is that you're, hey, this you're is liking fried. the you batter. Go, well, then I'll like it. You're liking the batter. You're not even the onion's secondary. Yes. Just give you some fucking batter. Yes. There's a place called Rips and Lad Fried Chicken Place. You don't have to tell me. I follow them on Instagram. When you sit down, they just put a paper plate on your table with just all the break off kernels from fried chicken. That's disgusting. People <laughs> eat it by the handful. That's, and that's why uh, COVID is still uh, very <laughs> no, much out there. It's, it's uh, nothing that's how people treat their bodies. Why? What's your favorite breakfast thing? I do like a ham and cheese croissant. I do like a blueberry muffin. I like almond chocolate croissants. I like a plain croissant if it's really oh, well yes. done and it's flaky and it's layered and yes. it's just done right. Some places they don't do it right and it's Whole not. Foods is a great croissant. But I love croissant. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know that I have a favorite because I think I would truly eat all of them. Mm-hmm. I I do. I love a stuffed croissant. 
I just love it. We got to find out if Three's Best Bakery will ever get into bread. That's such a great question. Because they just got into pie. Yeah. And I'm like, well, do you think time. that you started that? No, because if I did, it would have started way sooner. Yeah, but, you know, things take time. No. What do you think it takes us three years to get a merch store? Yes. <laughs> do you have any of those moments with family members where only after the fact, or maybe becoming an adult, you realized, holy crap, they did this with me because they loved making a bond? I, we, I, I have to assume that you have, but maybe you haven't realized it yet. No, I, I have. And I, I also do, you do it I'm, with your daughter. I'm on the other side of it. I realize those moments that I have with uh, Elliot when uh, on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, she's, she's five. So she gets up very early, but on Saturdays and Sundays, she gets to like watch, you know, cartoons and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, for school, we don't really do that, but she gets to watch cartoons and stuff. So she's up early, ready to watch Scooby-Doo and classic. Or I, she's seen them all. She's seen every iteration of the Scooby-Doo stuff. Really? She Scrappy Doo loves it. We skipped the Scrappy Doo because they got rid of the whole cast and those were like two minute episodes. I and I was like, these aren't fun. Cause also I'm like putting it on and she's watching a few and I'm like, this is killing me. She's like, can I watch another one? I'm like, it's you've already watched six, which is only 12 minutes. Right. Um, right. anyways. Yeah. The, but I get up and, and watch it with her. And I also have gotten up with her and played Legos and, and get up and, and, and do stuff together because I know that those are such meaningful. You have to remember with a child, you have to commit a lot of time to building that solid foundation of what your relationship is going to be like mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a time when they're like, and I feel like maybe we're all kind of like this, but they are going to be teenagers. And it's like, I need you to get the fuck out of the way. I've got, I'm, I have tunnel vision on this other aspect of my existence. Mm-hmm. And you sort of have to accept it and you got to step back and you have to still have some kind of a presence. But to me, the first like 13 years of their life, having those moments together is why when they get out of college and they're, let's say, 25 that kind of floods back to be like, oh yeah, we, this is our bond. I'm past caring if I'm popular now. I'm mm-hmm. past the stuff that you go through from 13 to 25, whatever that is. Um, so I, I think I have those moments. I, I definitely had moments like that uh, with my grandmother, with my dad. I had uh, moments like that with family that's still around that you just, it's sort of a bedrock of your um, relationship. Yeah. And I mean, you must have tons I don't know, to be honest. I think yours is ongoing. I think you have it on. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about Rosemary and also just your 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 family life, I feel like those moments are, you know, maybe not specific to something like this, but to me, the... It's kind the, of gone the other way in a different other way than yours is the other way. Like when I go home... You're the person. I'll watch whatever Rosemary wants to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is usually not... It is crazy how quickly I can get deeply invested into a Lifetime movie. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't surprise me. But I would never watch it of my own volition. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not seeking that out. Yeah. Right. But Which is also everything you just said is even an even bigger smack in the face to Game Night. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, whatever she wants. Yeah. Just to have that time. Yeah. I don't, whatever you want, Rose. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, but I think that is, uh, 
I, I, I think you're still the, the grandson in that, in the sense that it's, it's, it's her watching what she wants to watch, but you know that, you know, when you look back on your life, you'll be like, oh, I know that she really cherished that and was like, oh, I like the Daniels watching it with me. And mm-hmm. it's, and she's probably feeling and experiencing the same thing that uh, Thomas is talking about here with his grandmother, where it's like, yeah, we're just in a shared space and we're having this time together because yeah. it's, you know, life is quick. It's so, it is truly so fast mm-hmm. that you hope you're lucky enough to be able to look back and go, oh, I had these uh, moments and, you know, sometimes, and I feel like I'm a little bit like this, but I, I forget that I'm, I'm not meant to be the recipient of these moments all the time. Sometimes right. you have to realize you're the person who's supposed to create uh, those moments. And I think I, I'm one of them. I think there's a lot of people that live with a little bit of regret that you, you realize that past a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's losing someone that makes you realize, Oh, I could have created uh, more moments. And I think it's why some people say forgive and forget. And they, re- you know, there's always older people than you that talk to you about forgiveness and moving on. And you, you know, if you're like me, you're, you're stubborn for a while. And then you realize like, Oh, I see what they mean. Because mm-hmm. when a big change happens, you're not going to fucking care about the thing that was so minuscule yeah. anymore. Right. And you'll go, oh, I wish I would have created these uh, moments or done these things. So yeah, I mean, I, I probably have tons of these with different uh, people for sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and to circle right back, I, I am 40 and I feel like I have lived five different lifetimes mm-hmm. and, and that's crazy, but that's just how fast life goes and how different it is every so many years where you don't kind of don't even remember who you were or what, isn't it crazy to think that what you were like or what your thought process was like to just 13 year old you from 19 year old you is just six years. It's just six years. And yet 13, it's a different headspace. It's a different everything. Yeah. 13 to 16 is different. Yeah. But 13 to 19 is wild. And I think it's six years. I think young people. And if I don't know what, how many young people listen to this show, I think we do always surprise ourselves with some people that are much younger than we think that Mm -hmm. listen to this show. But I think I always thought as a kid, like, yeah, you, you sort of grow up and you learn stuff by 25 and then you're an adult. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you realize that the learning is unending the whole fucking time mm-hmm. and your perspective is changing the whole fucking time and it's why so many people always pass down the information of forgive and forget let it go move on calm down relax because you over time you realize the things that you thought were such big deals a lot of times are just not grudges uh Things you're passionate about. Things that you thought were little deals, like watching soccer on a Saturday morning while your grandma makes baked goods. Are massive. Yeah. They're massive. And you realize those are the things that you hold on to. You realize those are the things that make you like tear up Mm -hmm. and break down. Mm -hmm. Those those things that you can't quantify Mm -hmm. in any way. It's just a thing. Mm -hmm. So be the person who tries to create those things for people so that... When you die, people cry for you. <laughs> I misinterpret the whole letter. It's kind of what Coco's about. <laughs> Anyways, that's co- that's our review of Pixar's Coco. Coco. <laughs> Remember me. Remember uh, me. All right, I love this. 
I love it too. Uh, Thomas, great letter. Uh, thank you for calling us cackling blokes. You're <laughs> the first to do it, and uh, you never forget your first. Uh, Thomas, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scoville and Daniel Scoville. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.